Welcome back to My Talk 1071. You're listening to Lori and Julia. It's time for our, uh, our th- really, it's our first book club pick of 2020. And we're very happy to have Alec Messenger joining us uh, for his book, The 29th Days, Surviving a Grizzly Tech in the Canadian Tundra. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. You're up in Duluth. That's my hometown. And I, I just, uh, Julia and I have to say we're, Really glad that you went on this trip and then you did write the book because you're an amazing uh, storyteller, but it is such a harrowing account. (laughs) I just and I never want to do this kind of a trip, it's too much wilderness (laughs) for both Julia and I. I, We're not quite, but I canoed in the boundary waters. I know, and I did too, but I mean, I really felt like I was on this trip, like I canoed it with you. It was so good. <laughs> so, well, thank you. I'm glad I could help transport you there. Oh, okay, gosh. give people the setup yes, of the 29th the day because it is a first person story of your surviving a grizzly bear attack, which happens on the 29th day. But I mean, I was just impressed with your writing and your your youth. You know, like the way like you the, think yes. when you're young. You yes, know about this. exactly the male energy <laughs> of the book. So, yeah, describe for us. Yeah, so uh, like you said, it was when I was 17. It was really a once in a lifetime trip. Uh, myself, my trip mates had been going on ever longer and more intense trips over the years preceding this. Uh, you know, each of us had been um, in Canada for about 30 days the year before during during whitewater canoeing uh, in southern Canada, and uh, so we brought a lot of experience uh, to this trip, and it was just this amazing adventure that was going to be 42 days of wilderness and and self-supported journeying through the Northwest Territories and Nunavut in Canada. Um, That was after driving to the end of the road in Manitoba and taking a uh, bush flight, uh, which dropped us off way out in the middle of nowhere to get started on this 600-mile journey. And And I felt felt like I was there with you because you really have a the way you describe everything i mean it was in that way it was a very um enjoyable adventure book because i am i like like these kind of books we like these kind of books and i don't want to ever be dropped off by a bush Mm -hmm. plane in the middle of nowhere i'll die it's not for everyone no Uh, yeah I'll, i'll die and did your parent i mean were were your parents did you have to work hard to convince them or not really it's a good question. Um, my parents have always been really supportive of my uh, endeavors. They they raised me to be, um, you know, to think on my feet and to um, be a reliable person that they could, you know, trust <laughs> sending out on these things. Um, but uh, they had done field work uh, in anthropology back in the day, and, and so they had a sense of adventure, and I got to travel with them a lot. So it was kind of a a natural evolution, um, but I'm sure it's still a challenge. You know, anytime you're sending your kid out on a on a grand adventure, it's it's always a little bit. And, uh, were you, uh, and you were uh, the youngest, right? <laughs> you uh, were 17. You were 17, and and who was the 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 guy? Your guy who was like your guide and how old was yeah, he? Yeah, so he was in his mid 20s. Okay, um, and then everyone else on the trip, uh, the other four guys were around my age. Um, Really, a couple young. of them were eighteen, and and a couple of us were seventeen. So, you know, one yeah, of the all things, pretty much the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex, when you you know, so you're reading this, and we like we're a 
we in just the thin air, in, John Krakauer. The, I mean, we love all these. We like these. We like living vicariously. We do. Like, and I never understand why anyone would do <laughs> this do. type of a trip. And when you know, and right, I listened to you. I did the audible. Okay. So you nice. you told me the story. So yeah. it's nice to hear your voice again, young man. Um, but one of one of the things I'm thinking of as you're telling this, I mean, it was just like a series because the tundra is so far north. Describe to people exactly where that is. Yeah. So, um, like I mentioned, you know, to get there, we drove to the end of the road in Manitoba and then flew for a couple hours, um, and then by the time you get out there, it's just there's no roads for hundreds and hundreds of miles um where this attack happened um we're a thousand miles north of the u.s canadian border uh that's about as far north from the border as um i think it's it's dallas or houston is uh from minneapolis mm-hmm. so it's very far uh north <laughs> and cold and, and wet and just you guys had so many things happening and i and i those muskox <laughs> What the yeah, I mean, what the heck like is a, a muskox? I mean, <laughs> a muskox that is uh, it's kind of like a yak uh, crossed with um, a bison. Uh, they're these prehistoric creatures, and they're just it's it's like they're taken straight out of the ice age because they really haven't changed much since then, and they're just these huge lumbering things that can. Uh, Survive. Really mess you up if you cross with them. Yeah, <laughs> right. And if you then cross their path, and just the 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 tent situation and the things coming at you, and so <sighs> here you are. You go out, and you end up being eye to eye, basically, with the grizzly. Exactly. Yeah, on an island, and uh, I was in a place where the rest of my group had been. You know, five ten minutes before. That's the highest point around for thirty some miles, uh, and you can see everywhere, and. Um, Suddenly, I've crested this ridge, and this 600-pound barren ground grizzly bear uh, crested the other side of it, and we met 30 feet apart, I mean, just a terrible way to start a <laughs> grizzly bear encounter. <laughs> but you're, you were so methodical about it. You kind of thought, all right, now I'm going to practice. You didn't have anything with you that would fight it off. Right. Well, here's my question, Alex. Okay. So when I'm reading the book, I mean, I'm having, I'm, I'm sweating, my heart is pounding, because <laughs> all I can think of is turn and run. I'm having fight, I'm having flight instinct, and you, and you're mm-hmm. retelling it, that one of your things in your, when you guys were training, training. about going out to this wilderness and knowing this was mm-hmm. potential, about how you have to steal yourself not to turn and run because why? Because you'll basically yeah. initiate the chase instinct on the side of the bear, so it's gonna, you know, uh, be like, "Oh wow, I'm gonna go after this thing," and, and, and they can run uh, how fast? It. <laughs> they can run almost forty miles an hour. I could run about seventeen miles an hour. So. Yeah, so you're done <laughs> so for some stacked odds. When this yeah, exactly when this happened to you, Alex, I'm just curious because when we grew up, we had. Um, we own this farm with a couple other families, and one of the young girls was attacked at Yellowstone by a grizzly bear. Ooh, and, terrifying. Oh, and I've just been, I just was obsessed, and then one of my sister's college roommates from UMD was attacked mm-hmm. by a grizzly mm-hmm. out at Glacier. So I always had this thing with, Yikes. like, scary, scary. Did you know someone who had been attacked before, or, you know... I Actually, think Alex. Uh, there was someone at the church that I grew up at that had been attacked by a black bear oh. um, up in the Boundary Waters, but that was my only uh, contact with someone who had a similar experience. 
Yeah, and we it's won't tell people. No matter how you look no, at it. No, we're not going to tell you the end. Of, <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean, and obviously, you know, you're okay, but it really is just a riveting, riveting book. And I oh, mean, your you. courage. <laughs> I guess maybe would you say that your youth and being innocent, innocent in the way that you know, like that, that helped you uh, in that situation. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you know what really helped me was um my the training that i that i'd been given mm-hmm. um you know if i hadn't had that training you know to your point <laughs> you, you want to run yeah you want to run so badly and that's really the only thing you can do so i or you can't do so i uh i leaned on you know what we've been told to do in that situation and i think that really helped a lot <laughs> and don't you alex give kudos to ymca camps i mean serious oh yeah these camps yeah, i mean i i love the camps they do such a good job of preparing the kids and preparing the guides and you know, you know communicating in a situation like this and um they're just some of the best organizations i've ever worked with and i went back to work with minogen so i'm <laughs> huge fan yeah, yeah. Oh, this well, book is great and congratulations to you on writing it i mean there's there's so much more in the novel obviously people yeah. aren't even getting but you do feel like you're yeah. on this adventure and it really is wonderful and you're just a great writer Oh, thank you so much. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, it really means a lot to hear that that's what it, the effect that it had. Cause yeah. I wanted to bring you with me. So. You, you, you did. You we, did. And we have to ask you, we ask all of yeah. our authors this, um, what's the last <laughs> great book that you read, Alex? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and um, I just finished Inferno by Dan Brown, which is oh, really fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. that is a good book. Yep. All right, Alex, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Have people listen on the podcast if they missed you talking with us today. We podcast, this is all out there, and the book is The 29th Day, isn't it, Lori? Yep, Surviving a Grizzly Attack in the Canadian Tundra. Bye, Alex. He's Minnesota's own. Bye, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Follow Alex on uh, Twitter, too, and Insta, because it looks like he does a lot of good uh, nature and, you know, beautiful stories stories like that all right listen kids we'll be back i gotta find out for my niece if she's done reading that book it's so good it's so good all right we'll be